Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 158. Hey, Mace. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play the second message from Rekha Banerjee. It comes from the winter of 1990 and is five seconds long. Here we go. Hey, Mace, this is Rekha. Call me when you get a chance, okay? Bye. I mean, I guess my first thought is I'm still leaving messages the exact same way. Did you have a job at this time? I think I was working with the International Students Association then. I also worked as the office manager for the Asian American Student Union. As the office manager, I'd sit at that desk, and actually one day, Cesar Chavez was there. He was there to meet the Latino Student Union. And because we have this wide open space, I was sitting at my desk and I was so intrigued and interested, you know, because I knew he was this amazing person who had done so much for the farm workers. And I just wanted to be part of it and listen. So I just sat there quietly and listened. And I noticed he kept looking at me. He would look over, look over. And I don't know what he was thinking, but in my mind, I was thinking he thinks I'm a spy. Do you know the name of the building that it was in? Yeah, that was in Memorial Union on the second floor. Okay, so can you describe the building a little bit? So uh, I think anybody who comes to Madison and has any contact with the university will know Memorial Union. It's really famous, and it's in the heart and soul of so many college students there. So anyway, you walk up. I think it has some wide stairs going up to the front, and you enter the room. Oh, that's where my first job was. You enter through these glass doors, and the first thing across the hall is an ice cream stand. That was my first job, selling Babcock Hall ice cream. So that's the first thing you see in the building, and then you take a left turn, and you're going down a hall, and you keep going, and you'll get to the Rathskeller on the right, which is the big drinking hall on campus. So in the Rathskeller, there was a stage and they would have bands play. They'd be dancing. I would study in the Rathskeller, obviously not while the band was playing, but in the daytime, they'd be studying there. And I remember me and my friend would get a pitcher of beer and sit at a big wooden table and study. And um, there's a big patio overlooking the lake. So people would just sit out there in the sun and look at the lake. I I think you could see the sunsets on the lake. So people spent hours and hours. That's just, you know, where they would be. And then there were other rooms on that floor, like big wide open rooms where you could lounge on the carpet and study. And they would read the papers. And the student papers at that time, well, there was the Cardinal, which was the official student paper. There was the Madison Insurgent, which was a leftist very radical paper that some of my friends started. And then there was The Onion, which was started at Madison. It was called The Onion because that's what people called the student union. Instead of saying, I'm going to the union, they'd say, I'm going to The Onion. And I remember my friend from the Madison Insurgent would scoff at The Onion because it wasn't real news. It was just jokes. Let's go to the second floor. If I recall, that's where the multicultural center was and I think it had been like designated as a multicultural center not too many years before I got there it was part of the you know demands of the students to have more things for students of color Um, we would host visiting lecturers 
And then we'd have people come to town like Angela Davis, Audrey Lord. Angela Davis spoke the day of the earthquake. She was supposed to come to the Multicultural Center and have that requisite talk with our groups. But as she left the stage, someone informed her of the earthquake in the Bay Area. And she canceled our meeting and she went to her room and just tried calling people in the Bay Area. But I know for a fact the date that she was there was the day of the earthquake. And I remember one of the things she talked about was working with women prisoners and doing gardening with them. And that's the first time I heard about horticulture therapy and doing gardening as a social justice act. And that ended up being my career. And then the other one, Audrey Lord, I was sitting in the audience listening to her lecture in Memorial Union. And, you know, afterwards they opened it up for questions. And at that time, you know, I was insecure about my own identity as a mixed race person, not feeling accepted by different groups, even within the Asian American Student Union at times. So I asked her a question about this, about how she perceives identity and mixed race identity and things like that. And she looked me dead in the eye and she said, when I look at you, I see my daughter. And I was just floored. She was such a loving, supportive presence. And for her to say that, it was amazing. The University of Wisconsin's Memorial Union opened in 1928, a decade after the end of World War I, whose veterans the building honors. In 1933, Wisconsin became the first public university to serve beer at its student union, although with an alcohol content limited to 3.2%, a restriction that lasted until 1967. Beer was served at the Rotskeller, a term for tavern that recognizes Wisconsin's immigrant history, where nearly 40% of the population claims German ancestry. The Rotskeller denied women access until 1937, when they were first allowed to down a stein there, but only during summer session. Women did not receive foliar access to the beer hall, until 1941. The Multicultural Center came to the Memorial Union in 1988, but its roots can be traced to the 1968 creation of the Afro-American and Race Relations Center. In the 1980s, as the center became more strictly focused on academic research, and the university saw a need for organizations that welcomed other traditionally marginalized groups, a Committee on Minority Affairs was created. The committee released a report in 1987 calling for the creation of a center that would focus on the needs of Afro-Americans, American Indians, Chicanos, Asian Americans, and Puerto Ricans. In 1998, the center moved from the Memorial Union to the newly renovated armory and gymnasium next door. Known as the Red Gym, the Romanesque building dates back to 1894 and was attacked with a firebomb in 1970 
as a protest against its use by the ROTC during the Vietnam War. Returning to the Rotskeller, I have fond memories sitting on the terrace overlooking Lake Mendota, sipping a brew with my friend Mora, who also attended UW-Madison. We probably sat in a couple of the famous sunburst chairs painted in orange, yellow, and John Deere green that pay tribute to Wisconsin's farmlands. It's a glorious setting, and when the terrace opens every April, students rejoice the end to Madison's long winter. If you want to drink a beer on my terrace, paddle over to my website, pfoch.com. That's P-F-O-T-S-C-H dot com. The interview was edited this week by... Sadie Levin. Many thanks to her and to Reka for her memorial tour. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.